Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 6 for May 31st, 2015. This week I have with me, as usual, because he has no life, Andrew Aroa McFain. I've missed a couple weeks. You did. You missed a couple weeks that you're a bad friend. And of course, your host, Nathan Reaton-Spruth. No Connor today just going to be the two of us and we have a little bit to talk about so first thing we have to talk about is list of prohibited games on twitch now twitch recently updated their terms of service basically saying any adult only games will not be able to be streamed on twitch even if you have the little button that says you know you have to be 18 years or mature to enter or something like that you still can't stream certain games and uh a row is a little upset about that so let's talk about that all right so um i think i I don't know if this page has existed before it came out um that it does exist uh but the reason that it became a topic of discussion was uh because of uh hatred coming out uh tomorrow actually and hatred, of course, is listed on the list of prohibited games. Uh, what? I said they are, yeah. Um, so most of these games, they make sense as to why they are uh, they are prohibited. You have BMX XXX, which is uh, I. If you don't know what that is, it's pretty pretty self explanatory by the title. It's a uh, it was a playoff of the whole like extreme sports thing that was going on in the early 2000s and late 90s in gaming, um, except there were multiple characters that just had their boobies out, and it was a PS2 game. Um, then you have uh, Dramatical Murder, which is a yaoi hentai game. So I have, I have no idea what that is. I was about to... Yeah, it's... Um, it's it's technically considered a BL game, which is boys love game. Um, it's a it's a gay anime porn game. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, and then we have Honey Pop. It's it's Honey Pop. Honey Pop, which is um, it's essentially like Bejeweled, um, except it's also crossed with an adult grade dating sim. Um, thing is, uh, it, well. Well, I'll, I'll get to it in a second. Um, you have Sakura Spirit, which is notorious because a lot of YouTubers were playing it. It's a uh, visual novel that is god-awful on oh. Steam. It has a lot of uh, boobies in it, but not uh, naked boobies. Again, get to it in just a second. That's weird. Yep, and then we have uh, Second Life, which uh, I don't even know how to explain what Second Life is. It, it's an MMO, but it's not an RPG. It's there's it's, no quests. Yeah, it's it is it was literally designed to be like a virtual world that you could do whatever you want in. And it's really, really, really bad and just weird. Yeah. Anyway, but um, I, I do understand that because they have a lot of freaky stuff in that game. Yeah, like you can't. You can't play Second Life without running into something that's horrendously inappropriate. So it would essentially be the same as streaming, just going to random web pages. 
Like, eventually you're going to find something you shouldn't be streaming. Exactly. Um, and then they have a balloon coverage for everything that is AO rated, which uh, they give examples of Fahrenheit, Indigo Prophecy, uh, Director's Cut, which, uh, as I was just telling Nathan, there, it, it, it's got boobies in it. That's, um, That's about it. Yeah. Um, Manhunt 2 Uncut, which I don't remember why Manhunt 2 initially got AO other than just for extreme violence. I think it is just extreme violence. Now, um, I do want to, because I'm thinking this is what you're going to bring up. I have been playing The Witcher 3, and The Witcher 3 has boobies. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go do this quest. I got to go talk to this witch lady. Uh, the witch lady's kind of hot. And then I go through a portal and bam, boobies. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, well, there's well, there's like a bathhouse scene or something. And then there's just women walking around with no shirt on. Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's very out there. And uh, God of War 3 or God, not God of War 3. Uh, God of War 2, I yeah. think, isn't on this list. There's nudity in that. And like, there's a scene where you have to like tap X to fuck the girl harder. Yes, that is the yeah, that's <laughs> part of that. Um, and yeah, that's what I was getting at was uh, for one, Honey Pop has a censored version on Steam, where there there is no nudity in the entire game. Um, Sakura Spirit also there there is no actual nudity. There's nothing on there that you couldn't show on like late night television. Okay. Um, same thing then, with hatred. There's not well, not not that I know of. Uh, yeah, as far as we know, hatred and manhunt are, are both games that they aren't overtly sexual. It's there. There is violence, though. I would say that from the evidence that I've I've seen so far, the violence in Manhunt Two, uh, even the version that came out. Like, that, that's still available for, well, not a, still available for purchase, but, you know, remained on store shelves. Even that had much more extreme violence than Hatred does. I think that the only the only reason that Hatred, which, uh, by the way, never got an official rating from the ESRB, as far as I know, um, is the only reason... I got lost here. The only reason <laughs> that they were, they're banned is because of No, that is uh, because... Well, because you're killing innocent people. You are. Because the the main draw of the game, at least in the beginnings of playing a round of it, is killing uh, civilians. No, Hold on just a second. Because I don't, I don't do that in uh, Skyrim at all. Nope. Never kill random people in Skyrim. And I think that Aroa has put me on hold. I, I did. I said, I said just, hold on just a second. Which is the... The most professional podcast, and yep. I'm being so I'm being a little quiet right now, as you probably notice. Uh, my roommate is having a baby shower for one of her friends, and apparently, guys aren't allowed to go to those or be in, like. So I have to be like quiet, like hiding in my room, because if I'm here, they'll get really mad, because they're sexist and guys aren't allowed at baby showers. If you ask me, you should just shower the baby and piss. And I, I told Lexi that I was going to take a metal coat hanger and just place it on my doorknob. <laughs> 
but she uh anyway she didn't like that but let's so see i don't i understand banning certain games like any adult only games mm-hmm. and i get i get the point behind this but i think that if you they should make the they should make it like hey you can't play these games unless you check this little box saying that it's a mature only audience that's it that yeah that's how i feel about it is that you know there's a reason that adults only that the rating adults only exists it's so that you as a buyer can make the educated decision to buy that game because you want to experience what is listed on the ratings label so i don't understand why if you were to put an age gate or something like that over a game that has been noted to be for mature audiences i don't i don't know why that's any different like what why twitch can't just have that like right. sure kids are going to kids are going to end up watching it anyway kids are going to play adult rated games anyway that's true. like this this is twitch trying to be all of those parents that bought the TVs that had the uh the V chip or whatever in them back in the like the mid two thousands, or, or, or that was or so. in the nineties. It was also in the in the early two thousands. But in any case, yeah. like it's like that where you are you are limiting your own ability to like m- use your service to utilize your to, you to let people utilize your service because you want to cater to babies. Right, exactly. Now, I, like, I want to note that I did reach out to what what company makes Hatred? Uh, Destructive Creations. I reached out to Destructive Creations, and uh, I, I basically asked them, hey, huge, thing, huge controversy with the whole Twitch not allowing your game to be streamed. If you would like to voice your opinions on that, I'll give you a platform where you can you know, be on the podcast or do a little interview section. Apart we're from the so podcast, relevant after all. You shut your mouth. And <laughs> they their response was very kind very nice. Also completely like just no. <laughs> just yeah. Well no. it was a matter of them Yeah. They they, they are really busy. Like the yeah. game literally launches tomorrow. Yeah. So there um, I understand that. There's exactly. also way more relevant areas that they oh. need to uh Oh yeah, like if IGN contacted that. them or something. But right. um, their their response was, "Hello, thanks for your proposal, but we won't be interested. We are extremely busy with already planned stuff. Additionally, we need some break and make a vacation soon." Smiley face. Yeah. <laughs> Best DC team. Now I just like how they couldn't spell vacation because I think they're foreign. They are. They're uh, Swedish, I think. Yeah, so give them a little slack on that, but they said fiction. Faction. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that kind of sucks. I think that, you know, as I said earlier, they should just make it so you can stream these games, but you should have, like, a thing where you say, hey, there's going to be mature content in this. Bam, that's yeah. it. And they already have that. Mm-hmm. I, I this is this is them policing adults, and that's that offends me to be quite honest. Because this is Twitch saying that you aren't mature enough to make your own decisions about what you want to watch on our service. Right. Like, no. That this is this is annoying 
in, infuriating and offending or offensive. And that's I I am not going to stream games on Twitch at this point. I am. You can follow me at www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. I will be playing Hatred tomorrow. <laughs> no. they, they said they will ban people yeah, if you, on, if on you the, stream it. Yeah, on the bottom it says broadcasters of any of these games may result in your Twitch account being temporarily suspended. If you see another user broadcasting any of the following games, please report them using the on-site report function documented with a hyperlink here. As always, please refer to the rules of conduct and terms of services for more information. So I'm jumping ship to Hitbox because they're a better service anyway. They are faster. Yeah. I just they're the problem with Hitbox is I have I even though I don't get many viewers, I get more viewers on Twitch. Well, of course you do. So, more people use Twitch. It's just exactly. a larger user base. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I, I have I have my own theories on how that'll work out anyway. Uh, poorly. Well, I don't I don't get anybody I don't get any viewers on Twitch anyway. No, me neither. But uh, no, I feel like if if you can get a presence in other social platforms, then uh, then they will come to you, and that's all that matters. Exactly, and that's why we always try to like you and I are both very active on Twitter. You're more. You're active on Tumblr. I don't have a Tumblr. I don't. All I do on Tumblr is reblog anime cuties. I don't. That's not true. <laughs> um, it's annoying to be fair, but whatever. Uh, and then you know we also have other like we both have YouTube and stuff like that. I have my website. You used to have a website. Yep. I wear T-shirts and have a bumper sticker. One day I'll convince Haro to post at my site. Well, I have to post things before I can do that. One day I'll make a row start posting things and get motivated. <laughs> That's okay. why I got this work room, this horribly echoey work room. That's true. You should you should get um I have uh, I have foam. Yeah, foam things. Yep. Um okay, so next we're going to talk about the Google IO stuff. We're moving away from uh hatred and and all that jazz. Basically, Twitch sucks dicks sometimes. Yep. Um, so Google had their little presentation, and Google uh, had uh, had their their Google uh, their Google E three, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's you know not very interesting to me because a lot of the stuff wasn't really interesting to me. Well, it's not. It, it it's really not for like it i guess e3 isn't like isn't what it what it should be called it's more like uh ces uh sort of yeah like this was a de this is a developers conference the only thing i could really compare it to would be microsoft's build conference yeah where they they come out and they they're like yeah we know that regular people are going to watch this so here's a bunch of the big features that they care about but the rest of the entire conference is just developer focused um, so really most of the stuff here is stuff that isn't done yet or, you know, is, is, is allowing for a platform for developers to build off of, which is fine with me because a lot of this stuff is still pretty exciting, I think. Well, that's because you're weird, but we'll talk about that in just a minute. So first thing, uh, you have an article pulled up. What is, yep. what was the first thing that happened with the Google I.O.? 
Um, well, it's I've got The Verge's 12 most important announcements from Google I.O. 2015. So the great big thing was that Google confirmed that the next version of Android will be a full, like, full-size revision. It's not going to be Android Lollipop 5.2. Yeah, it's not going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be 6. Probably, yeah. It's, it's Android M is, is its current code name. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they should just name it 6, but whatever. Well, it'll it'll have a version number. They just they always give them cute little names. I don't know what they're gonna call it, like meringue. I thought it was gonna be Milky Way. I thought it was too, because they were like at the beginning of the conference, they had this really really stupid introduction with like flying through space and shit, and they had like the worst soundtrack I think I've ever heard at any presentation playing and it just dragged on and on but I I thought you know because they were showing a bunch of different galaxies it was like oh so it's going to get to our galaxy and it's going to be Milky Way and then they're going to be like we are announcing Android M Milky Way for the next big version of Android but no, it just kept going. It went through like the whole frickin' solar system until it finally got to Earth. And then it did another fucking animation where, I don't know, it was a lot of crap that was just really boring and padded out the conference and added a good 10 minutes into the beginning that didn't need to be there. So, anyway, whenever they finally got to what actually mattered, um... The biggest thing I would say that they announced, because Android M, Android M is definitely not going to be uh, something like Lollipop, because for those that, that don't follow this quite so closely, or, or iPhone users, uh, the difference between Android uh, 4.4, which was KitKat, to Android 5, which was Lollipop, was absolutely insane. Uh, it was the move from iOS six to seven. Yeah, six was to it... seven was was the one where they basically did a huge overhaul and added in the like three D effects and all that. Yeah, you know? yeah, they they did the same thing from KitKat to Lollipop. Uh, so now Android, after that, now that they have done their uh, big redesign, they're doing what. Apple has been doing, which is just kind of ironing out the kinks that are left uh, and not really doing anything all that big. Uh, so, Except uh, for their new phones, which are big. Yes. Yeah. In the case of, of Apple, at least. Yeah, they're large in size, is what I'm trying to say. So, uh, <laughs> the big thing is that they're finally bringing back a sort of hidden feature that has actually been an Android since uh, Jelly Bean, um, which was uh, being able to customize app permissions. Uh, this basically means that whenever you install an application that needs to use your camera or your microphone or read your contacts, uh, you don't have to go through all the lists of, of things that it wants whenever you go to install an app, because that's how Android has been up to now. 
is that when you hit install, it says, these are all the things that the app is going to want to use. Are you okay with this? Yes or no? And if you hit yes, it installs. Now, what they're going to do is let you install anything. There's no prompt at the beginning or, or anything like that. And then the app, whenever you open it for the first time, every time it accesses a certain permission for the, for the first time, it will ask you, is this okay? Now, with the current permission set up in KitKat and Lollipop, that would be really fucking annoying. Because imagine something like, like an application on your computer asking every single time it wants to do something if that's okay. Just imagine Windows user account control settings for right. Vista. <laughs> so God, that was what, awful. Anyway. What, they, what they also did to fix that problem is that they took away uh, a lot of the permissions, uh, individual permissions that were set up in previous versions of Android. Uh, currently, uh, pre-Android M, there are something like 20 or 30 different permissions that, uh, that an app can ask for. Uh, with Android M, I think there are now eight. Um, and they're just, it's not that they've taken away developers' ability to do things, it's that they've simplified them down to where those are the only things that they need to ask for to get a lot of, uh, things. Uh, it's stuff like microphone, uh, uh, your, your accounts, uh, your phone's identity, um, and like your camera and, and shit like that. Uh, so now you install the app, the app asks you what it can, what you're going to let it do, and then it'll either work or it won't. Okay. Um, and then you can actually go in to the settings app and toggle these anytime you want and it's it's really great because permissions management is a big problem on android and a lot of users complain about it because on ios you've been able to do this pretty much since, since forever yeah since i believe seven to be fair um even before that i think in terms of because i think uh it wouldn't do that for whenever asking for like your location or stuff like that. But if it wanted to access your microphone or your camera, I think it always asked for permission at least from like five or six onward. Oh, okay, probably six. Uh, I would imagine. But yeah, it it uh, the, these these things have been a thing on on iPhone. So uh, this is a case of of Android catching up and then also going a little bit further. I think. And taking advantage of the fact that Android's big thing is customization. It is. So it, it, it gives you way more control. Yep. Okay, and what's the what's the next thing? I don't I don't really have much to say on that, so <laughs> the next thing is uh Chrome is going to be much more a part of the operating system, and this is kind of a weird thing to describe. But essentially, right now, whenever you open like a link in Facebook or the Twitter app, uh, it loads uh, either, either you'll hit the, the link and it'll ask, do you want to open this in your browser or do you want to open this within the Facebook or Twitter app? Yeah. And if you open it within the Facebook or Twitter app, it opens in this other window that's still inside the app, but 
it's like a really, really dumbed down, crappy web browser that doesn't have any of your saved passwords or or any autofill capability or anything like that. Yeah, so um, from what I understand, they're going to make it so that it'll just automatically open in Chrome with... Sort of. Um, essentially what they're doing is... Uh, what that what that's called, the dumbed-down browser, is called a web view. Um, they're basically making it so that instead of using those web views, you'll be able to use Chrome within your app. Like, like WebView will simply become this thing that they're calling Chrome Custom Tabs, where you can modify the basic interface of Chrome so that whenever it opens within your app, it still looks like your app, but you get all that your user gets all the benefits of using Chrome. So you still have your saved passwords, your ability to autofill uh, forms, and you get the... Uh, you know, whatever's kind of security that you want to say Chrome has. Oh, okay, I gotcha. So, so it's basically trying to make it open in Chrome with all your, with all, it's mainly making it like shared, all your passwords and everything shared between the app it's, and Chrome. Yeah, it's, it's making the experience of opening a link within an app a lot more streamlined, a lot more like it is on your desktop. Because whenever you're on your desktop, you don't have a Twitter app. You just open Twitter in your browser. Some people and do I, have a Twitter app. You can, but nobody does it. Nobody does. Uh, okay, okay, you don't have a Facebook app unless you're like one of the five people that actually use the Windows Store. Um, hey, hey, there's six. So in in this situation, you know, you can click on a link in in Facebook and it'll just open within your web browser. And that's kind of what I think they're trying to go for is, is a much more streamlined and unified experience within everything so that it's less of a it's less of a bother because I know I've had that on multiple occasions where like I'll open a link on in Facebook and it's to a site that normally I'm logged into in Chrome but since I'm opening it in the Facebook app I'm not logged into so I have to re-log into it and then it doesn't remember that so I have to do it every time I was to go back to that it's annoying so this fixes a lot of that it's really nice good good so um, yeah that's that's kind of exciting I don't have in it, well, I have an Android phone, but I have an Amazon Fire phone. So unless I can root that at some point, uh, you don't get any of these benefits. I don't get any of these benefits yet until I buy a new phone. So, <laughs> uh, and it'll have to be a new phone that supports Android M or whatnot. So, yeah, or you'll uh, have to uh, you'll but, have to get you have to still root your phone yeah. probably but that's that's pretty nice i like the idea of uh basically integrating everything into one experience so it's not different between tabs and everything right yeah um the next thing it's not so much like it's not surprising or exciting i wouldn't say but i i appreciate it um and I that is i appreciate you no, um, <laughs> it's they, they've announced like official USB Type C support for Android. Yeah. Um, essentially, they're they're just going, hey, by the way, Android 
am will support USB-C. And they also noted that you will be able to use your Android device as a power supply for other devices because, uh, in case you don't know, USB Type-C, all the ends are exactly the same, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. So uh, it, that, that's kind of cool. They already, I mean, have, they already have that, though. What? The, there's phones out there that are Android-based phones that have that already. Type C? No, the ability to share the power between different. Oh phones. yeah, you you can you can you you just have to use the USB OTG cable, whereas at the now you won't have to, and it'll be baked directly into the Android operating system. So basically, new Android phones are going to have USB Type C. Yeah. Okay. Probably starting next year. Yeah. So, if you don't know, USB C is the thing that they have on the MacBooks. Um, well, the brand, the brand spanking new MacBooks. Yeah, and uh, the one with only one port, that's a yeah. USB-C port. So they're nice because you can, you can put them in either way. We spoke about that in a previous podcast, the first podcast, actually, which yep. you can listen to at readandentertainment.com forward slash podcasts. <laughs> you stop that. <laughs> it's a bad aroma. That you can, it, the USB-C is, is just, it is a natural evolution of USB. It fixes almost every problem that I think anybody has with USB-C, uh, or with, with USB currently, and then makes it even better. Like, it's yeah. faster than Thunderbolt, it supplies an ass load of power, and it's it'll be a universal plug that'll fit on pretty much anything and is reversible. So you know, I did that on a uh, on Twitter. I was like, I was whoring myself. Somebody mentioned something, and I was like, "You can go watch this at readentertainment.com." And she's like, "You never stop, do you?" I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> never," because it's. I do it mainly for my own amusement, right? Because I see how upset some people can get over it, and I just find it funny. Um, and then, uh, they also had a little thing that really already exists in terms of Android development, but decided to do it, like, as part of the operating system, which is, uh, basically if Android M notices that you've left your device, like, on a table for more than a couple of hours and you aren't using it, It'll go into it. It'll force itself to go into uh, absolute deep sleep, which essentially turns off the processor until you actually reactivate the device. Now I wonder if this is going to have. I use my phone as an alarm. No, it uh, it does keep uh, it. It'll recognize uh, priority messages. So uh, in Android Lollipop, they added a priority function where you can assign certain contacts to be your favorites. So if you even have your phone on silent, you can still get notified that they sent you something. Yeah, that saved my ass a couple times. Uh, yeah. So while it's in this deep sleep mode, it'll still you'll still get notifications for high priority messages, and alarms will still function. Good. Uh, so, yep. it, this is deep deep sleep 
it is something that has been that like it's part of the ARM processing platform. Like it's just part of how processors work. The only thing that this is actually doing is just making up for bad developers that don't tell their app to shut up and go to sleep after a certain length of time. Um, so essentially, Google's gone. Well, since nobody else is, or since nobody's doing this, we're just going to force the phone to do it on its own. Good. And uh, basically, it'll it'll make it so that your apps aren't going to refresh themselves in the background like they normally do until you manually turn the phone on again. Good, because uh, I I tend to believe that you know if you're if you go to work. You know, you should have your phone turned off or in this kind of sleep mode. Because mm. you shouldn't be texting at work or talking to people at Skype or tweeting all the time. I do all of those. Yeah, I was I was about to say, uh so you also shouldn't be you shouldn't be Skyping people. Hey, you know? you know you know what I do at my job? Absolutely fucking nothing, okay? <laughs> I get so bored at my job, and my my boss will come in and be like, "What's your research?" And I'm like, "Uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm researching. Like, I got nothing, dude. Like, so I do all that. But if you're going to work where you actually have, I, I've th there's a difference between my job. My job is IT. I wait for people to have problems. If they don't have problems, I don't have anything to do. Right. With you know, other jobs like customer service or something. I've walked to, you know, a fast food restaurant and the girl's like, Hey, can I help you? And the person in front of me is like, Yeah, no, I'm just taking a look at the menu and she's like, Okay and looked down in front of the customer and started texting. I I did that all the time when I worked at Radio Shack. I'm like, Hey, can I be find anything? No, I'm good. All right, just let me know, and then I go back to playing a game or something on my PSP. Didn't you get fired from that job? I got fired because I didn't sell enough. You know why you didn't sell enough? Because I didn't stand over him and, and say, Hey, buddy, buy a tablet or a phone. Get a data connection on that tablet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also they're dead anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Except for the one right down the road from me. It's still alive. How? Uh, Sprint bought the company. Well, I know they bought the company, but they shut down like over fifty percent of the stores. Yep, there's uh, one like twenty miles away, and there's one right down the street. Cool. Okay, so what's the next on the agenda? The next thing is probably the coolest thing uh, and most significant thing, and that is Google Now on tap. So uh, this is, if you, if you don't have an Android phone that pretty much uh, was recent at all, um, you, know, you, you don't know what Google Now is probably. Oh, speaking of which. <laughs> so Google Now is a thing where if you say Google Now, it will be like, oh, you want to you know? You want to you wanna look for something? So you say like Google Now, find the nearest adult entertainment store. And then be mm -hmm. like, doodly-doo. Three sex shops near you, and yeah. and you tap the one you want, and you go to it. And you can do different things. You can look up stuff on, you know. It's basically like Siri. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Is yeah. it's Google's answer to Siri, and it's better than Siri in pretty much every way. And uh, that's that's kind of how uh, Android is. 
Yeah. It's pretty, it's much, pretty much like iOS, except it's better than iOS in every <laughs> <different> way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but uh, the the problem with Google, that I always ran in when I had uh, my Moto G was I would be like, yeah, just go to Google, and then it'd be like, Google now? I'm like, no, phone. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bad phone. I It's especially on the Moto uh, X that I have. It's um, it always activates when I don't want it to, and then it doesn't activate when I want it to. Um, but I have I have seen it on at least the newer Nexus devices, uh, the five and the six, that uh, it it works very very well on those devices. So it's like with the Connect, I'll be like Xbox, turn on, it'll be fine, or Xbox, turn off, and it'll be fine. And then you know I'll I'll be talking to someone I'll be like, yeah, watch this, I'm like Xbox, turn off. Xbox, turn it, off. Yep, yeah, it's exactly like that. X, Xbox, stop. Xbox, stop embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Xbox, play video one. What's that? Turn off? No, no. <laughs> Fuck you, Xbox. What? So... What burst in the flames? <laughs> no, yes. What? Swat yourself? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> calling the calling the police department. Calling the FBI. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yep. So uh, it's it's wonky. It works better than the Xbox Connect, but it it's yeah. it's similar. It has similar problems. It just won't work at certain times. Yeah. But Google Now on Tap sounds like my girlfriend's hanging up more pictures. Uh, Google Now on Tap uh, is taking advantage of now. Uh, and its ability to basically know what's relevant to you at particular times. And it actually does a pretty decent job of this. Like, my phone knows when I leave for work, and it tells me if there's any traffic on the way there. And then once I get to work, it stops telling me that. And then right around the time it's time for me to leave work, it tells me if there's any traffic on the way home from work. And then it goes away once I'm home. Like, yeah, my phone, because uh, there's two different routes I can take to get home from my work. One route goes straight through town, and it's usually quicker. The other route is a little out of the way, but it avoids all traffic. So uh, I, I, even with the, the fucking Fire OS that I have, it has similar things, so it'll it'll know when I'm going home, and I'll say okay, and then it'll give me the two different routes that I can pick, and it will it'll show me if there's traffic in certain areas and everything too. Yeah, it's a uh, it is a really nice thing. It also like gives me random internet articles that I never would have thought to read, but are almost always interesting for me. Yeah, like it it is it is a pretty fantastic little little experiment that turned into a full-fledged product but now what they're doing is making it to where you can essentially hold your home button down for a couple seconds and then google now looks at whatever app you're using and what's displayed there and then you can ask it something in in regards to that or it'll show you something relevant to what you're looking at immediately so if you are say like looking at, at at 
that you have like Yelp open or something like that, and you're looking at a restaurant, you can hold down uh, the home thingy, and then it, it just it, it'll pop up, and then you can be like, navigate me to this restaurant, like literally just saying navigate me to this restaurant, and then it it knows what restaurant you're looking at, and will then switch over to maps and already and have you going there. Cool. That's that's but, really that's really nice. The the uh, demo that they gave at the conference was they had Skrillex playing in Spotify, and then it said they they just they opened up Google Now on tap and then said what is his real name, and then it went to Google Now and said Skrillex's real name is blah, 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 blah. so like I'd be like Nav- just... navigate me to Skrillex so I can <laughs> so I can murder him. It is um. It, it it looks like it's going to be like the big killer feature in Android M. Like I I can definitely see that changing how I use my phone because I can't tell you how many times I've I've been like I, I've been reading an article and then I'm like I don't know what that means and then I have to switch to the Google app to look up what the hell something is. And just being able to to hold down a thing, and then it looks at what I'm looking at, and then goes, "Well, you know, you probably don't know what this is. That's what it is." I'm like, oh, okay, and then just go back to what I'm doing. Like it, it, it is everything that that Google seems to be trying to do, and it uh, it looks like it, it's going to work really, really well. Yeah, um, that's pretty neat. I'm. Again, not gonna be able to use it, but I probably would if I had. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting a Moto X or something similar, or even, um, even a new Moto G. I because the the problem is, my phone is actually a pretty decent phone, mm-hmm. aside from the operating system. Yeah, it's just that you're stuck on on Amazon's bullshit, so you yeah. don't get like any of the good stuff about Android. Yeah, but I mean, I have a 13 megapixel camera with a 5 megapixel front camera, which is uh, pretty good i would honestly if you you can you could either like not break the bank and just go with like a 2014 moto g or moto x Mm -hmm. or or just go with the the one plus one yeah um and then my screen is pretty good like everything's pretty good in the phone you know yeah hardware it's just just, you're stuck with amazon i think they're they're coming up with ways to to root it so i think i'll be able to root it eventually yeah, maybe not to Android M though right away. No, because somebody somebody will have to actually build it for uh, for your device. I will pay you twenty dollars. Oh yeah, I'll I'll get right on that. Good. See, see, I got I've got someone to do it. Yeah, yeah, I know how to do that. Sure, I do. Yep. All right. Not not sarcasm at all. Nah. No. Okay. What's the next thing on the agenda? Um. So we have some shit that I don't really care about, but I guess I'll, ta- I'll mention that it exists. Uh, Google Plus Photos uh, is being uh, converted into its own standalone service called Google Photos. Uh, you can store unlimited number of photos and videos. Uh, photos can be up to 16 megapixel resolution, video up to 1080p. Uh, it organizes them all with this crazy fucking machine learning auto tagging system. It's it's pretty cool. It's just I don't I don't care. Like I back up my pictures on Mega 
and they're there if I need them. Cool. I, so, so I don't care. <laughs> well, okay. So me neither. Let's get, move on. <laughs> um, then they they talked about some improvements to offline Google Maps, so that now not only can you save a section of a map, but it will also be able to uh, navigate you within the section of map that you saved. So if you have like a really, if you have like virtually no data plan, you could save a map of say a, a city, a couple of city blocks or something like that on your, on your phone. And then without connecting to the internet, it can still navigate you to say a restaurant in that area or something like that. That's pretty good. Um, now, now you see, that's kind of funny because I don't have much of a data plan. Mine yeah. is I have five hundred megs. Oh. Between yeah. between two people. Oh. And I use Google Maps and I've never hit that five I've never hit the five hundred meg limit. Yeah, this is um this is actually was part of their presentation on it's for developing countries is oh, what it is. Okay. Chrome that. or Google has, has been doing this weird I don't, I don't want to say weird thing because it makes complete financial sense. Uh, developing countries are the big place for smartphones right now. If you can get a low-cost cell phone or a smartphone out to like some random place out in the Middle East, like you can make so much money off that. So essentially they're trying to make Android more appealing to those areas. So they're adding stuff like offline maps that you can navigate using while offline. Um, some countries already allow you to save YouTube videos offline on your phone for, uh, up to like 48 hours or something. Yeah. Um, now they're, they're going to be expanding that out to pretty much everywhere. Uh, and they've also added, uh, Chrome, uh, will have an ability to save pages for offline use. Oh, cool. So it was, uh, it's pretty neat. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can do that right now with computers and stuff, too. Like, you can always save the page to read later offline. It, yeah. But, you know, that's pretty neat uh, for people who are... Because in, in some of those developing countries, like, data plants are ridiculous. Well, yeah, that's what they were talking about, because uh, it was stuff like they they got some kind of page acceleration tech that they're doing where they essentially uh, proxy your connection through their servers and then they compress web pages down. Um, and then they have also added this thing to Android M's Chrome where it'll, it'll analyze a page before it actually loads the whole thing um, and find out what's actually important. Uh, and then it won't, it, it'll load placeholder like images and things and it'll only load them if you want them to. So that way on your shitty 2G third world country connection, you can still read news articles and whatnot That's without, cool. uh, without destroying your, your bill. That's pretty cool. Um, that'll be nice. I mean, I, I mean, I have a low data plan, so that'll potentially help me save some data but i don't again i don't really use much data at all because i'm always on wi-fi so yeah all of my data is from music like like virtually all of it so see i actually listen to the radio yeah i hate the radio i 
I don't know. I, I don't mind the radio. There's. I was driving with my friend, and he really. I wanted to stab him. Because we're. Did we talk on, about this last week? Yeah. Fuck you. You're not uh, last week. Week before. Possibly. And he kept changing the radio station. Mm-hmm. I'm like my car. Fucker. Yeah. And he's like, I want to listen to music. I don't want to listen to people talk. I'm like, people are talking on every fucking channel. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I don't listen to the radio. Might as well listen to people chat and. Listen no. to some good music. No, no, I'll just listen to good music. See, I could do that, but I'll just... Pay $10 a month for it. See, I uh, I save most of my music to my phone, so I can just listen to that, but I'm lazy and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go so, on. So, all right, <laughs> so that's everything with Android M. They really didn't, they didn't do anything, like, totally groundbreaking. The only, the only real big thing, I think, is Google Now on tap. I think that's the only important thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so then they talked about how they're uh, expanding Android out into other venues. Uh, they talked about some of the new features for Android Wear that have really already, like it's it's already been known for a while what they're doing with it. Um, the big deal is uh, they're adding uh, a, a, an always-on mode for apps. Because apparently, currently in Android Wear, if you leave an app on for a certain length of time, it just goes back to the watch face eventually. So oh. they're going to make it to where app developers can change it so that that doesn't happen. And instead, it changes the screen to a uh, black and white mode, a la the Moto X or uh, Moto G, where uh, it'll use a lot less power on most an- uh, Android Wear devices, because most of them use... Uh, OLED screen. I believe which, they call it like Dream something. I know, you're thinking of Daydream. Yeah, Daydream. That's, that's their uh, screensaver mode for whenever you have it docked or, or plugged in. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, this is... Uh, it, it, it's only supposed to display like the most important information that you actually need to know, like just at a glance. Uh basically just to save battery because in an OLED screen uh, all the pixels that are black they don't use power so it's it's just supposed to eke out that little bit of extra battery without uh, without sacrificing usability good they should just make better batteries but they should to- also just like use newer processors that have far better power management instead of a like 4 year old CPU that they for some reason decided to shove in them. I guess because they're cheap. They probably are. Yeah, because I mean Intel has really really small chips that are really really low power, but they won't use those because Intel costs money, mm-hmm. and Intel's trying their own foot in the in the door of mobile stuff. But they yeah no they, nobody nobody uses Atom processors for phones except for like asus yep so um there's that good transition Uh, there (laughs) yep uh so uh yeah (laughs) so that exists um they're adding an app launcher because apparently that didn't exist already um and then there's like you can draw emoji 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 emojers emoticons 
um, you can draw those in response to messages now because, I mean, there's no way you could just, I don't know, like we take the mic, the, the Microsoft keyboard that they, that my, Microsoft made a keyboard for Android Wear where you just draw the letters that you want and it, it works just fine. I don't know why you wouldn't just do that, but I don't know why. I don't know why you would want to text on a fucking wrist, but I don't. I I can't say much. I I have done that. I I've been in the shower, and it's like, well, I have to respond, and none of my preset responses work for this, so I'm just gonna type out one letter at a time. <laughs> That's gotta be terrible. It is uh, pretty awkward. Yes. Yeah. I want to get. Um, speaking of showers. I want to get like pissed on a TV in my shower, <laughs> way I can watch something while I'm showering. Well, that's uh, I used to put my iPad when I had an iPad. I would just put it in like one of those gallon-sized Ziploc bags, and then just uh, set it up in the shower. That sounds like a terrible idea. It was just fine. So you could also just you know get one of those like life-proof cases if you really. That's what care. I was. That's what I was thinking. Getting like a case like that and but i don't know i i wouldn't i don't think i'll actually do it but if i like built my own house i would be like Jesus. i would i would want like a screen behind like glass i've seen those i mean those those do exist yeah yeah because and then i get a huge bathtub because right now i have like the porn shower right so like i have to stand up and then there's glass but it's it's like foggy glass so that's good before I had, uh, when I lived, a few years ago, a house I lived in, we had a bath, we had a shower that was, you know, three glass panels and perfectly clear. Like, it, oh, was, yeah. it was a porn star shower. <laughs> so I filmed myself and sold some videos and, uh. Worked my way through college. That's how you. Uh, that's how you paid for that microphone that you used to make these shitty podcasts. Hey, I paid sixty-five dollars for this <laughs> microphone. Well, you only sold two videos. Well, actually, that's <laughs> to be fair. That's more money than I'm making on ReadingEntertainment.com, <laughs> which I have made uh, like seven dollars. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I haven't checked my YouTube earnings in a while. But God, we are getting sidetracked. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> well, you see, but you don't post anything to YouTube. Nah, that is true. I post things to YouTube. I actually just posted something last night to YouTube that has three views. No views. Oh, oh. No views. Oh. <laughs> yep. None whatsoever. Good. Good. Um, we have, there, there are three more things. Okay. Then we could be done, and these these will probably be very very fast, especially the third one. Okay. Um. So Google made another operating system that is like it's like a stripped down version of Android without just hitting the straight up Linux underlying parts of it. Hmm. Um. It's called Project Brillo. Um. It's an operating system for the Internet of Things devices that are yeah. becoming a big hot buzzword. Uh, then uh, they also have Weave, which is a communications platform that will allow things running Project Brillo or any other uh, like IoT uh, operating system that will let them all communicate with each other. 
So basically they want to have hardware makers make things that run Brillo and then use Weave to communicate with each other. Uh, you'll have uh, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, door locks, light bulbs, thermostats, that kind of shit. Oh, so uh, it's it's like a, a connected home, smart house, smart home. Yeah, that, that's um, basically what it is. It's 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 for it's for connected home type shit, and you can you can make a product that uses the weave platform without having Brillo be the, what runs it. Um, they're going to have a certification platform so that you can essentially have your product be weave certified. So it's another one of those. Um, I don't know if you've looked at smart home. Uh, uh, I've looked at Z Z wave. There's there's Z wave. There's a uh, Zigbee. Uh, Lowe's has their own platform. Um, all yeah, those things. Z-Wave served in uh, Home Depot, so. Okay, yeah. Um, and they and hate the, each other. Yes. And then uh, there's there's now going to be Weave, which is Google's thing. So hopefully that'll catch on, because I really want to get into home automation. Um, but yeah, I, want I, to, I, but... I don't I don't want to buy into one platform and then it die. See, I want to do that, but on the other hand, like I don't own my house, which I will at some point. <laughs> you're gonna Probably. own my house. I will own your house. Yes, okay. that is. Yep. Well, you're making ten dollars an hour. I don't think you can buy my house yet. Um, I'm just gonna go over there and I'll kill everyone that lives in it, and then I'll get foreclosed <laughs> on, and then I'll buy it for five dollars. But but we're not buying my house. You'd have to kill my landlord as well. I'll do it. Okay, you should I'll do it. Put it on to, the record. To be fair, you should probably because uh, I have a hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy right now. Oh, so I should marry you and then? <laughs> no, you should probably <laughs> find a way to get on my life insurance policy and then kill marry me. you and then. Kill <laughs> <me>. <laughs> no, because because it doesn't go because I get to pick who it goes to. Right? Well, yeah, we. Right? I get you super fucking trashed. And then, like, drug you, and then you sign the marriage license, and then sign me over as the, uh, whatever the hell it's called, beneficiary. Yeah. And then and there I get. There we go. And I just, like, put you in a car, and you drive yourself off a cliff, and then I, I win. Well, you see, my sister is planning on killing me, because she's the primary beneficiary. So okay. she, so if I die, all the money goes to her. Oh. Um, and then if... Somehow, Shanine and I, my sister and I, both die at the same time. Shanine? Shanine, yeah. <laughs> um, if we both die, then all the money goes to my friend, Nate, who is my roommate. So he is plotting on trying to get my sister and I to fall off a bridge and land in wood chippers. Okay. Because yeah. wood chippers are very often placed under bridges. <laughs> Exactly. That's not going to be very uh, discreet. I don't know what happened. We were just down here chipping some wood, and <laughs> they're like, we can't take it anymore, and jumped right into the wood chipper. No, you just, uh, you just like, you know, take a, you, they, he can take you bungee jumping over the wood chipper. You, you guys decided to be daredevils at the same time. That's true. That could happen as well. Also, 
there's this podcast which can be used as evidence in case of oh oh yeah um it's okay no one listens to it anyway yeah yeah you're right i think i got 10 lessons on the last one hey that's more than what i expected which was one hey. that was you listening it back to make sure it worked my uh my friend bernice always listens so she's nice that way so that's one well there you go but then uh, like other people like will randomly listen and like my video or like my podcast i'm like what no i'm sure they're to... like spam bots or something you sure possibly they they have those they do have those so weird okay what's the next one uh android pay gee i wonder what that is oh it's it's apple pay whatever yeah it's apple pay but it's android but you can also like pay without actually even taking your phone out um so that's kind of neat you could use your watch yeah, you could use your watch, too, if any of the Android Wear watches had NFC, which they don't. They will um, one day. Yes, they will. I'm, wa- I'm, I'm waiting until the end of the year because they're going to release a bunch of new Android Wear devices that actually have like cool features to them without being extremely expensive for what you get. All right. Um, the last thing that actually matters, because who the fuck cares about Google Cardboard? I know no one does. What is um, Google Cardboard? Google Cardboard was them trying to make the Oculus Rift, but with a smartphone, and it's a cardboard box that you put your phone in, and then, yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah, um, yeah, it's dumb. They also made, like, a crazy VR camera rig that honestly is kind of neat, but we don't give a shit, and nobody that listens to this podcast will ever give a shit. Nope. Um, So the only other relevant thing in any way is that, oh, big surprise, HBO Now is coming to Android. Oh, and it's going to Chromecast as well. Yeah. Yay. I have a Chromecast. So, I don't use it anymore, though. I uh, I got a Chromecast after I moved out, and it is, um, it is lovely. So I really like it, but um, here's the thing. I rearranged my room a little bit, so my TV is now within HDMI cable distance from my laptop. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> doesn't matter yeah so i just use my laptop and now my google uh chromecast which is really good um you kind of need you need a better router than the one that they give you from you know the companies the internet companies because i had we were using the router that they had supplied us from the company that i go through and that, that was dumb of you yeah it was awful and then I ended up buying a TP-Link router, and it works fantastically. Yeah, so, if you, uh, I, I'm assuming you got like the $40 uh, N router. You know, I did, um, but I actually upgraded to the $80 one. Well, the, there's uh, um, the AC one. Oh, okay. Because you, uh, you can mod that with like, uh, I think Tomato will run on it, and it becomes fucking amazing. Does it? Yeah, I got. Uh, I have the Asus N sixty six. Well, when you come and... in, when you come over to my house in a year after I get five hundred followers on Twitch, mm-hmm. um, then you can do that. Well, I, I have that, and uh, I put tomato on mine. On mine, you can put it on mine. Is what I'm saying. I, yeah, I can do that. Then. When when you come over to my house in a, I'm, I'm saying it'll take me a year to get six followers on Twitch. 
Probably, yeah. I need to get some boobs, man. Like, oh, you know what? You know what we could talk about, or just mention just offhand here. What? Um, Google's making smart pants. <laughs> Go on. Um, Google is partnering with Levi's to produce smart clothing that will be able to communicate with your phone and other smart devices. Uh, using uh, conductive uh, materials that have been weaved into the fabric. I have a quick question. Yes. Why? Um, it is the most gimmicky fucking thing. <laughs> I, I I get the logic behind it because it, it it's it's really just this is from their uh, ATAP lab which uh a atap is kind of like google's indie group they kind of just do whatever sounds like a cool idea at the time um so yeah they they're working with levi's to make these smart clothes so that you can essentially dismiss a call by by brushing your hand on your wrist or some shit like that that sounds awful it's really dumb. Are you going to buy it? You know I'm going to buy like a smart jacket or something. If if it comes out for like 100 bucks. you know I'll get that you, shit. You know it's going to be like $500. When it comes out, yeah. But it, eventually it won't be. Yeah. Uh, something else I'm going to mention offhand. Uh, because I am weird and just reading about it. NVIDIA's GTX 980 Ti is coming out. All about 4K and VR gaming. Yeah, all about... It's trying to be one of the... It, right now, a lot of c cards are having problems running games at 4K. Uh, that's because you don't need to run games at 4K. That's retarded. Yeah, it's dumb. Don't do it. But they're trying to get the 980 to be powerful enough to do that while still having decent frames. And uh, it's going to be $800. It says here six fifty. Six fifty. Let me see. Uh oh, maybe you're right. You are correct. I was reading it was going to be higher than that. That is, uh, it is one hundred and fifty dollars more than the nine eighty. And uh, meanwhile, the Titan X uh, offers almost the same performance and games at least uh, is is a grand. So. Mm -hmm. For six fifty, you basically get a Titan X without the stuff that you don't need anyway, and uh, you know you get to play Witcher three at four K at uh, forty five frames per second. Yeah. Oh boy, who I the play. fuck even has a four K monitor anyway? People who have, it's like five hundred dollars for it, like a twenty two inch monitor. Exactly. What is the point? It doesn't, you can't see pixels that small. You, you can't. I will get a 4K monitor in. I will get a 4K monitor when, when 20K is the norm. Because that's how long it took me. It took me until like 4K was coming out to finally get a 1080p monitor. I was using a 1280 by 1024 monitor up until that point. 
when the fuck that was like last year yes you are a terrible nerd I, I was using a 2007 square Dell monitor up until like two years ago that is awful I I, I was considering buying a 27 inch monitor two of them <laughs> you I told I was like you need to talk me out of this Aroa <laughs> Because this is a bad idea, and I know it's a bad idea. I am, uh, I am that, I, I have been that, uh, that fucked. Like, games have been, games were really bad up until I got that monitor, this monitor. And when you get a new monitor, it's like, it's like when it was raining for three months straight, and there's like a little brief moment of sunshine, you're like, oh my god, it's, it was... it's beautiful. It was seriously, like, even more mind-blowing than whenever I got rid of my CRT and got an HDTV. In terms of, like, how big of a difference the picture quality was. The first time I got... So I, I was playing Lost Odyssey on the Xbox, Xbox 360 with a standard definition TV. And I was like, I can't do this. I need to, I need to get a better monitor or TV to yeah. play this on. So I bought my first HD monitor for four hundred dollars, and you know I hooked it all up and I started playing Lost Odyssey, and I'm like, oh my god, there's <laughs> text. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they, that, that's they, what happened to me when I played fucking uh, was it Dead Rising on an HDTV for the first time because that game they had to put out a patch because of how bad it was on on SDTVs. Really? Yeah, the text was so small and distorted whenever it wasn't running in HD that the game was impossible to play because you didn't know you couldn't read anything. That's how it was with. Lost Odyssey, like the main stuff, like dialogue and stuff, I could read. But when I went into like item descriptions, it just looked like a blur. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got it wasn't even it wasn't 1080p. It was uh 1600. 169. Yeah. Was it, yeah. 1600 by 900. Yeah, 1600 by 900. So 900p. Yeah. Um. My right monitor. Yeah, and so you know it it wasn't fantastic but it still looked way fucking better oh yeah yeah and uh i had that monitor until so that monitor ended up dying because it was a dell monitor and they had made them pretty poorly so like less than three months later it died oh and then so i got a warranty actually went through dell support and got warranty replacement took me like two hours they send it out, and then it, that one lasted like five years. The new one, though, died the same exact way. <laughs> so my friend and I took apart the monitor, and we found out which component died. And we're like, we need to replace this component right here. Couldn't find one. The, the resistor transistor thing that they had was so old that it was only used in like that version, like that part of HDTVs for that little like year long period before they moved on to better design stuff. 
<laughs> so we couldn't fix it. Because we asked, we, we could not find that part anywhere. It sucked. Anyway, uh, that'll be the end of the podcast. Um, yeah, because nobody really cares about uh, the vault. Nope. Not a or, damn uh, person. I mean, there's the... They made a tiny radar sensor that can see, like, hand gestures, but it's all shit that isn't... If it gets put into a real product, it won't be for at least another year. Yeah, so... so. It doesn't really matter. They might, it might be put in like the Google Cars. Well, it it, it the the goal will be to put it probably in uh, a Wear device, uh, so that you have it, it's so that you can adjust like settings and whatnot without it's, it being no, no, on no, a. No, it's so you can do magic. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be like fireball. Oh, and Project Ara. Um. Uh, yeah, Project wasn't, Aura. Wasn't that the VR thing, or? No, Project Aura is their uh, modular phone. Oh yeah. They yeah, got yeah. from uh, I think it was Phone Blocks was the video, the concept video, and then Google caught on to it and was like, you know, that's a pretty fucking cool idea. Um, they they showed that off and they took a picture with a functioning prototype. I kind of I kind of wanna I might get one of those out someday. Once it actually, like, exists, yeah, totally. Like, that'll be the last phone that we get for a long time, probably. At least I will. Because we can be like, oh, I need a faster processor. So you just go buy a new processor for, like, 150 bucks instead of buying an entire new phone. Yeah, or I want a better camera. Bam, better yeah. camera. You just get a new camera. But like, you can mix it's... and match, which is nice. Because, like with me, I want a nice screen and I want a nice processor. I might not care so much about the camera. Yeah, I I would prefer to just have a gigantic ass battery, and that is something you can do, which is amazing. Yeah, just get a giant battery. You get a tiny screen, giant battery. You're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get a tiny like 720p screen. Or lower. I would get a 720p screen. Yeah, 480p screen. Pop it on there, <laughs> and then. And then a giant battery to run your your screen that takes less than a watt of power. Yep, there you go. Or the battery get... is is the the entire back, like all of the back things are just batteries. I'll be like, hey, so so uh, so Roa, what's what's your screen? Oh, this is a screen from an oscilloscope. <laughs> Figure uh, out when it when it vibrates like this, it means I got a text message. I I can't read it, but I know I got one. Yeah, I uh, it does it does Morse code and flashes to to, <laughs> to tell me what the text message is. It is just is. an LED that is, <laughs> that is the screen. <laughs> but I get forty eight months of battery life, so it's <laughs> the battery actually dies before like 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 the battery through you know vampire power actually dies before the LED runs it out of battery. Yeah, the uh. The the good thing the, about the half life of the materials in the battery will actually uh, cause them to cause it to decay before the battery dies. Yeah. So, but but here's the thing: Would you opt for the one that has different colors? So, like red could be when you're getting phone calls, and mm. then green for text messages. 
depends on uh, what the power usage difference in uh, in microwatts is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if it's going to take like, you know, 20 seconds off of my three-year battery life, that's a problem, you know? It's... Might not be worth it. <laughs> would, would you actually be able to accept calls, or would you have to find a payphone? Uh, maybe you could, uh, maybe you could like make it to where you can shake it, and and that and that does it. Maybe I don't know. Shake it to answer it. Yeah, shake it to answer it. I mean, oh wait, there's no there's no speaker on it, so no, that won't work. No, never mind. Gotta gotta go find a payphone and then call everyone I can think of <laughs> to, see, to see if one of them called. Did you just call me? My light blinked red, so somebody somebody called me. Just checking. You could have a different color, like different colors for different colors, though. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You're like, what's okay? So it's Johnny light red, or dark blood red? I don't remember. Wait, was that was that sanguine? I I can't tell if that was exactly sanguine. Shit. I don't know what color sanguine is supposed to be. Is that a is that even a word? No, I don't know. Let's see. Saint sanguine is a word. Optimistic or positive? <laughs> oh, blood red. Blood red is yeah. A... So, okay. so it's uh, I was, blood I was red. It was color. like orange for some reason. That I, is not what orange is. I also like optimistic or positive, especially in an apparently bad or difficult to so- situation. Why does why does that mean the same thing as blood red color? I don't know. Maybe when you're very optimistic, you kill people. <laughs> you're like, no, no, it's all right. We're going to murder all these civilians in hatred. <laughs> and then we'll be put back in on Twitch. It'll be good. It'll be good. I'm going to do it on Twitch. You should stream that game on Twitch. Because you're not, not going to use Twitch anymore anyway. Right. So why not stream that game on Twitch and get your account banned? Right. Except I, I like I use my Twitch for watching other people. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like you can still go and watch people. Can you? Mm-hmm. Your 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 account's gonna be banned, but it's not like they're gonna ban your IP address from the site. You're just not gonna be able to stream. Yeah, but then my account will go away, and I won't be able to. Uh, they just my... said th- they just said they'll suspend it. Yeah, so that usually means you can't log in anymore. Hmm. Good God, why are we still talking? I'm sorry. Thank you for listening to the Rean Entertainment Podcast for May 31st, 2015. <laughs> June, May. June, uh, Remember, you can go to reentertainment.com forward slash podcasts. Listen to all the old podcasts. You can also go there, watch my predictions videos for wrestling events. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. And uh, then you can also go to www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. And you can also follow me at Reeton on Twitter. And uh, thank you for being here, Ro. Yeah, I I do it for you. Aw. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, and make comments and shit. Bye. I don't have a joke this time.